0: Welcome to another edition of the Sports Me Podcast, baby. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. It's an honor and pleasure to lead this convo. We're on with the CEO and co-founder, Jeff Rubin, along with a Sports Me advisor, a powerhouse in the sports digital space, Buster Share, creator of Hoops Nation. Boys, how are we doing on this lovely NBA free agency Friday morning?
1: Doing good, doing good. Pumped to be on.
0: Jeff, how are we loving doing, it, baby? Alex,
1: loving it, loving it. We had some big news already this morning in the NBA free agency world. So, lots to talk about.
0: Lots to talk about. We got to kick things off. Talking some sports, me, Buster, you're obviously on the platform, someone that yeah. sees the vision. I'm on it, talking shop on the ground floor, sleeves rolled up. But when you first saw it, and now, being a part of it, what does it mean to you and and what does it mean more importantly to the sports industry
2: yeah i mean when i when I first heard of it, when Jeff and I were talking, the app didn't even exist, and i I don't even think there were mock ups for it, so it was really you know it was the it was the idea that that sparked interest more than anything else um because there was nothing else like it uh and you know that 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 idea and those visions before even mockups. Uh, have since come to fruition so it's it's been very cool to see
0: absolutely and Jeff when when you connected with Buster obviously him on the platform I've seen a couple battles Buster does some creative content himself the 60 seconds with Buster which is sensational Uh, how much does it mean to you to have Buster a part of the squad and and moving forward onwards and upwards
1: oh words can't even express you know when I got introduced to Buster I learned about him, and we talked instantly. He is years beyond his age. He is a pioneer in so many aspects of this digital media uh, revolution by uh, by consumers and uh, it's a new generation of fans, and uh, it's really great to have him on, and I've learned so much from him already.
0: Buster, we are yes. Friday morning NBA free agency. In the thick of things, baby, within the hour, I'm on 8.30 Pacific time. You guys are on Eastern, so it's about to be noon. LeBron has opted out. Polly George has opted out. Where's your head out with everything? We could keep it Sports Me style and hit me with the 30 seconds or less if you want. Or you can give me the long form Buster 60.
2: At the end of the day, it's going to be a snowball. NBA free agency will be a snowball. Now, whether that's Kawhi Leonard and the San Antonio Spurs sticking, you know, with their core original belief of only trading the Eastern Conference teams or letting in like they seem to be, you know, heading in the direction of over the past couple days in thinking about trading into the Lakers in which they could actually make a move if they were able to go deep into the luxury tax or if they were down to do that and take on the Paul George, LeBron, Kawhi Leonard trio, uh, but you know all of that is going to come from one initial uh, domino, like you mentioned earlier, uh, that that's going to lead on this snowball effect. Now, whether that's Paul George, whether that's Kawhi, it's not going to be LeBron making the first move, but it's going to be one of those two prior. Uh, or even a Demarcus Cousins, but someone has to has to make that decision. And if no one does, everyone could go in a in a, in a random direction. Uh, you know, I, I think Paul George is going to go to LA regardless. Uh, but if if nothing else uh, follows suit, free agency could be a lot more interesting than a couple new super teams coming about.
0: Well said, Jeff. You are a diehard Celtics fan through and through, my friend. So on your end of the spectrum, emotionally invested in this thing, obviously hearing the Kawhi trade might even be whittled down to two teams being the Lakers and the Celtics last to duke it out. Where is your head at with everything on this Friday morning?
1: I mean, let's take a quick step back. We have two major additions And we don't need to do anything. uh, Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, they're coming back. They're already on the team. Those are two all-star caliber players, including the best point guard in the entire NBA, who is now back. Why do we need to do anything? Let's re-sign Marcus. Let's run it back. Just like old school pickup, let's run it back. And that's my honest belief. But... At the same time, would I like to have Kawhi Leonard? Of course I'd like to have Kawhi Leonard. I just worry about giving up key assets to get him there when everybody knows he wants to go to L.A. in 2019.
0: It's fascinating because very rarely, boys, do you got a superstar that says so little and non-verbally says so much. And here we have a superstar who allegedly wants to bank on Going purple and gold because he grew up in SoCal and that's potentially where his heart is. However, the Celtics are ready to win now. Jeff, you just alluded to it. You got the whole package. Danny Ainge knows what he's doing. Is there pressure though? You're in Boston right now. You're in the area. What's the conversation amongst Celtics fans right now?
1: I mean, I think that Celtics fans—it's a torn. It's a toss-up. You know, so it's a mixed bag. Some want Kawhi. Some want to, some think that Kyrie is going to go to the Knicks, so let's just get Kawhi and see what happens. And just yesterday, there were probably like 10 to 15 battles just on this specific topic in the sports universe. And, Love it. Uh, One of the guys, a shot doctor who's on an ESPN basketball commentator, made some really great points about, you know, the financial cap. And how this can actually work within the financial aspects of this. And uh, when you think about that, when you take away the fandom, there's only so many things that can actually happen. So, that plays a big part in it.
0: Very true. Very true. So, is it more than 50% let's keep the squad as is? We don't even really know... The potential and what we have because our two superstars last year went down, or is Jalen Brown okay to be parted with? Because that seems to be the Popovich piece and the RC Buford piece they really
2: want.
1: I mean, I'm sure Buster will back this up. Everyone likes a new toy, so everyone wants Kawhi Leonard. <laughs>
2: so
1: you know what I'm saying? So yes. So Jalen Brown is great, but everyone wants that shiny new BMW, and Kawhi Leonard is the, the Maserati of the NBA. And, but you know. Lambo, So, of course,
0: we want Kawhi he, Leonard. He's the vintage Porsche, right? <laughs> well, Buster, he, I, on, your, on your side of things, if you're sitting there in the Polinka Magic Johnson camp, and I heard this analogy, if you're playing chess, you let go of all the pawns, rooks, bishops, and knights to get the king, a la James. You're sitting there with yes. these pieces. You're talking with Buford, among others. What is your move if you are purple and gold?
2: Yeah, so if I'm Magic Johnson who at the end of the day seems to be the one who's either going to get this done or going to go down with the ship, Magic said if he doesn't get the job done in the next two years, the next two offseason, this offseason and next offseason, he's going to step down. So what that means is he will let go of whatever the hell he needs to in order to get the LeBron piece order to get the Paul George piece or the Kawhi Leonard piece or the DeMarcus Cousins piece or if something needs to be done where there Making a trade off of one of those, they'll do it, and that's all he cares about. And he will let go of anything. There is nothing that isn't for grabs on the LA Lakers squad uh, because Magic doesn't care. Magic's not going to be here probably in five years, even if they do win a championship. Um, he just wants to get the job done and bounce. And I, I can't blame him. It's a pretty awesome job to be in <laughs> and the situation to be in. It's LA, you know the history, everything. He's, he's at a spot where he's just trying to get it done ASAP, and if he doesn't, he'll just bounce, and it'll be all right.
0: Well, it's interesting, the Danny Ainge effect, because it, it used to be a little more, let's just focus on getting the superstars and do what we need to do. What Danny Ainge has been able to drum up with the picks and the assets over the last three, four years to get Boston back here, post-Garnett, post-Pierce, is fascinating. It almost is making other teams think, should we play the long game? Should we play uh, the slow play with our draft picks? Yet, I'm a believer you brought magic to bring in the stars. We're in Hollywood, baby. You got a real one you know,
1: in. You know, Alex, so you you actually made a funny points. So someone in sports came yesterday and said, and he made a great point, the Celtics are in a strange predicament that Danny Ainge never could have envisioned. He wanted to get assets, so when the time was right, they could get, they could trade, or they could sign some big free agent player, or make a trade for some guy like Kawhi Leonard. But now, those young guns, those key assets, have blossomed, and they've become amazing players in their own. They're just not as tenured as, say, Kawhi Leonard, like Jalen Brown. But what do you do? And, uh, you know, someone else went on and was like, oh, you give up the farm. You give it up. You get Kawhi Leonard. And other people are coming on and saying, no, stick with Jalen Brown. He's healthy. He's a great defender. He's getting better at offense. There's no reason that in a year or two he can't become Kawhi Leonard. There's a lot of...
0: I love it. And what's even more fascinating is we got the Lakers-Celtic rivalry right here on the forefront and are just a phone call or domino away from LeBron and Kyrie being now the face of the Lakers-Celtic rivalry. You got to love
1: it. Let me, let me ask Buster. What is it On a one, do you honestly believe that all this is going to happen and that the Lakers are going to give up the farm to get Kawhi and that LeBron is going to go there and this is actually going to happen? On a 1-10 to scale, I'd say it's a 4. At
2: all 3-go, it's a 4. At 2 of the 3-go, in whatever order that may be, I think it's a 7.
0: Do you think it's advantageous of LeBron to go wherever Kawhi goes?
2: Uh, Not necessarily. You know, I I think there's a lot more that goes into the LeBron James decision than just winning. Um, But as far as Kawhi Leonard is concerned... Uh, you know, he doesn't have very much business involvement. Obviously, he's very far from wanting to be in the entertainment industry. So it's not like any of that, any of that's being taken into account. So there's there are a million things, billions of dollars that go into the LeBron James decision. Uh, and as far as the Kawhi Leonard decision goes, it's just comfort more than anything else. Um, he just wants to, to be familiar and be comfortable wherever he's at.
0: And in a sports me. 30 seconds, Jeff. I know Adam's. This is exactly what Adam Silver does not want three more superstars in one marketplace. What would you tell him in a basically beautiful sports me battle form to chill, man? This is good.
1: Ready, set, go. Adam Silver in the NBA doesn't want parody, the parody is bad for the game. They get a high amount of their revenue from four or five teams, four teams. So the NBA doesn't want parity. They love it when the little teams aren't getting all the dollars because when the bigger teams, when the L.A.s, the New Yorks, the Bostons, the Dallas's, the Chicagos are getting crazy amounts of uh, superstars and megastars and three-headed monsters, that's when the NBA actually thrives uh, uh, and monetizes like never before. He hates it when these guys don't join.
0: Well said. Buster. Yes. Looking at the NBA right now, I know you're the youngest of the three here. I'm a 90s baby, but I'm getting up there. When you look at the league in your your young life thus far, have you enjoyed the last three or four years on Jeff's point with the parody thing or the lack thereof? Or do you think balance is really what we're – what we're looking for, more more NFL, more any given Sunday?
1: You
2: know, as far as the last, and you know, I'll even go back to 2010, I mean, since since then really, uh, you know, it was the Miami Heat who, you know, had transformed into what this current Warriors team is as far as just overall world dominated. I was winning two out of four of this Warriors. Now uh, three out of the last four, um, you know, it – it is what it is I'm not mad at it I'm not mad at the NBA the NBA is one of the fastest growing sports in in the history of the world and the fastest right now um, so so I'm not mad obviously whatever is happening is working so that's amazing and I'm in full support of that but it would be awesome uh, you know to not sweep in the NBA finals so I'll put it like that
0: Well said. And I know everyone's busy. So we'll jam on out with one more question. We're going big three with it, Jeff. Big week for the big three. Obviously from a, I would say, pro-athlete standpoint, incorporating the CBD element of pain medication, which is a whole nother conversation. Don't want to get too off topic here. But we are in week two, Jeff. We got the Ghost Ballers versus Killer Threes. We got Ball Hogs versus the Tri-State. We got Power vs. Threes Company. We got Trilogy versus Three Headed Monsters. What are you most looking forward to in week two of the big three on Fox Sports?
1: I'm looking for a bounce back week from the Killer Threes. They got Tell
0: destroyed. me about it.
1: They got destroyed without Chauncey Bellups. That team and I talked to Ryan Hollins about this. That team They can win this league. They can win this league, but they got to make that second pass and they got to stop taking that first three point shot. And if they do that, and you guys, if you were watching, I'm sure you saw the same thing, they have a chance. But they need to change up a few things. And that is what I'm most excited about in week two.
0: You know, Steven Jackson's got his his picture with shades on, you know, thinking thinking this was going to be the kicker over here without CB out there. Goodness gracious. Buster, on your end, week one of the big three now going into week two. What are you most excited about in regards to season two?
2: I'm looking to see some game winners. I'm looking to see some buzzer beaters. I'm looking to see some four point shots. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, BB out there make some new memes. I'm just, I'm just pumping for some stuff to go viral, man. That, you know that's how I think. So uh, I'm just, I'm just at the rate, because I know it's gonna happen.
0: Well, if Messi can hop on Marcus Rojo's back after a goal, why can't metaworld World Peace hop on Hollins? That's all I want to know. Or even use him as a launching pad for a little trampoline dunk, if you will. Something to get the fans out of the stands.
1: You know, Alex, I know that we have World Cup as our next podcast, and we're going to bring on a really special soccer guest. Let's go. Maybe someone from across the pond who's ingrained into that world, but... The World Cup is about to get really exciting.
0: We're down to the sweet sixteen, baby. I am beyond fired up.
1: <laughs> Let's get it. But not nearly as exciting as the NBA free agent, so
0: not nearly as exciting. Yeah. Or all of the buzz around the sports me app, which is what brought us here today. Jeff, I always thank you and I will continue to creating such a platform. Mensch like moves, my friend. Buster, it was a pleasure to be on the mic with you again. Buster Share, creator of Hoops Nation. Check him out on YouTube.com backslash Buster Share. He does great content. A young powerhouse entrepreneur in the sports digital space. And Jeff, the mench of all menches, baby, creating the best hub in all the sports, sports Me app. Get it on iOS.
1: Alex and B, it's been real. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it.
0: All right, boys, I'll see you on the other side of the NBA free agency. Go
1: Celtics.
0: (laughs) Later, boys.